Atlanta's number one radio stations. Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6. Radio stations has you covered. From our studios to our newsroom at KLP Entertainment. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube and more. KLP Aftermath with your host Kennedy Lucas brings out all the stops. Tune in to KLP Aftermath as we have stories, reviews, current events, and even our famous segment, Elephants in the Room. Inspired by the Breakfast Club's Donkey of the Day, KLP Aftermath with your host Kennedy Lucas streams on Atlanta's number one radio station, Swanky 93.3 and the Heat 94.6. Radio stations. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, and more. Welcome back to another exciting podcast today. Today. Today is KLP Aftermath Season 5. We're still in our fifth season. But today is an episode where we change things up a bit in the studio. Now, if you guys have been seeing it on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, we we promoted this. And now we're making this happen. This is the KLP Aftermath GDN GGC special, and we've got the special director, artist, creator. We were setting up the camera equipment. She was like, "Yeah, well, Kenny, I think the camera needs to be this way, right?" Because she still got that 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 urge that that creative flow. Miss Ebony Nasons Liggins, yeah. Yes, hey man, I appreciate you having me. This is dope. I'm excited to be here and catch up with you. Yes, I look. <laughs> I and we because we were in the parking garage, guys, and you know I was excited when when we pulled up because, you know, you got a very very nice car, by the way. Uh, I, I peeped that. I'm like, okay, okay, <laughs> going up. Um, it's good to catch up. Um, if, if for a lot of people that may not know who you are, I know who you know you are. GDN mm-hmm. alumni probably know who you are, <laughs> but to the fans that may not know, because we did mm-hmm. over the years, they get some new newer audience. They want to know who who is this awesome person. Well, I'm glad that you asked. Now, I'm Ebony Nason's Leggings, um, director, producer, uh, music artist, um, all the way around, just industry person, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been doing this for a long time, so... I'm excited to kick it with you. It's been a minute. Can can I can I mess with you for a minute? I mean, do what you need to do. Let's cruise. <laughs> I listened to that song when it came out. So yeah, that's that's one of my favorite records, and it actually um, got an opportunity to um, be selected to be a part of uh, like the main soundtrack for a uh, music show or a, a music 
movie kind of dedicated space. That, was, that was super dope. That's dope. So yeah, it was Terry Vaughn was a part of that Ooh. from um, what's that? She used to be uh, Steve Harvey's yeah. little joint. <laughs> so yeah, man, like it was, it was, it was dope. Everybody loves that record. One of my favorite records I've ever done. I, so true story. I want to say that song came out 2019 or 2020, one of them years. Yeah, it's like 19-ish, yeah. I remember. So um, you actually, so it was you and since this is a GGC alumni show, mm-hmm. shout out to Ben Coker. Um, ben Coker showed me about how to rap. Okay. And, you know, I, I rapped for a minute and I was like, yeah, this ain't for me. <laughs> but when I saw you doing your thing, your yeah. music. Cruise is my one of my favorites, and seeing it on Spotify, seeing your music video, I said, "Huh, I want to produce music." Wow! And actually, you, amongst other friends, were the 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 people that got me to do my music because wow. we got a new album coming up. By the way, this is a shameless plug. We <laughs> made it in New think? York. Okay. Uh, Rose Roosevelt's coming out. So my group, Swanky Aura. So mm. it's Swanky Aura, myself, uh, DJ Lupizi. He's a new DJ that works for us. So. I got inspiration to make music because of your your style and your wow. hip hop, your R and B. And I said, "Hey, I worked with this person oh, before." Wow. <laughs> so to see that you're doing some dope, dope stuff man. like music, wow! Hmm, I'm gonna dabble into it, and then I study a little bit about it, and then you know, I kind of took a break because 2020. We mm-hmm. all know about 2020, and then yeah. came back swinging with the music dope. in 2021. So I, I think that's dope wow. that. When you're when you're leaving a college and you're really still pursuing uh, the industry, because yeah. if you guys don't know, we we've come from we started from GDN, mm-hmm. and we're we're gonna get dabble right into GDN, and then we'll talk about GDC because um, I tell a lot of my colleagues, work colleagues, associates that you know I do have a production mindset, and mm-hmm. and some of it I learned myself when I was twelve, right? Mm-hmm. But I really got to understand the industry uh starting in 2015 nice i remember getting into the gdn story uh i remember and i think you were at this meeting too uh it was me and my little brother starting 2015 g uh ggc we didn't know Mm -hmm. and it was a film class Mm -hmm. i don't remember if it was dr rusnak you remember dr rusnak did you have her? No. So when I was at GGC, they hadn't even gotten to start the film program yet. That's right. That's so right. it was like they were kind of seeing what we were producing over at GDN. Because mm-hmm. at the time, they just had kind of like creative writing. Mm, so they were talking about having a film program, yeah. but it hadn't, it hadn't happened yet. Yeah. So they started. I was like one of the first um, like student aides to go over and produce video content for Grizzly Athletics. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, they're starting to see that content. And then I think I was telling Matt, excuse me, like, Matt, I need to be able to work. Like, I need to be able to get paid for this Mm because I'm a, I'm a working college student at this point. Like I can't do this for free. And so he was able to work it out to where Grizzly Athletics was getting funding, you know? And so, you know, they got, they made it happen. And so, we started to, in a way, having to pitch it like, hey, this could be a great opportunity for film students that's on our campus. Right. You know, and so I think that's what even helped get the ball rolling even further. Like, you know what? We should do this. Mm. So, yeah, I didn't <laughs> I didn't get the opportunity to, like, kind of get into that film program because by the end I was graduating. You were great. And I bet you were like, because I remember because I was a little bit 
uh, ticked off too, uh, just a little bit, <laughs> when it was it was 2019. I was almost finished. Ah, CMAP majors are now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> like I could have been. And I had professors. Why don't you do that? I was like, I, well, you know, I took loans to go to this school, so right, I, I don't want <laughs> you know. <laughs> so. I end up taking, and I don't regret it really. My mm-hmm. business degree is, is worked out really, really well. Yeah. Um, but going back 2015, uh, me and my brother were in class, and I, I, I think you were at this meeting because Matt, that was the first time I, I saw Matt Mahoney mm-hmm. when he was talking about GDN. And I said, it was a calling. It was like, you need to do this as a Good. film guy. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay. So <laughs> fast forward. I went to one of the soccer matches and we're going to get into the soccer matches and, and production side because Ebony was here when oh, it was man. the wire cast days. Oh, we're going to explain yeah. that in a minute. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm coming up nervous. And, you know, Matt Mahoney, he's tall, taller mm-hmm. than me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Mr. Mahoney, hi, my name is Kenny. And I'm mm-hmm. just I'm nervous. I'm shaking out the boots and I, I see you. I see Marissa. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I want to say that I saw um, Tamara. Shout okay, out to Tamara. Okay, okay. And you, you guys were the day ones. And well, a little bit of the day ones. I know Matt has talked about uh, Myron. Yeah. I, I met Myron, mm-hmm. but I haven't had a chance to really work with him in 2015. Yeah. When Matt kind of first started um, GDN, mm-hmm. it was literally just me and Myron. Mm. And Myron was actually there first. Interesting. Because okay. he was, Myron was always running camera. So oh. before you had like graphics and this and that, yeah. all these things. And we were just working on literally one laptop, um, Matt, you know, anchoring and then Myron on camera mm-hmm. and then me directing and producing. Wow. So it was so just it like was a three man, three man, woman band yeah, there. <laughs> it was us. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, shout out to Myron for sure. Yeah, man, definitely. Um, so I'm meeting him. He's like, well, nice to meet you, Mr. Patterson. And you know how Matt talks. He's like, you know, because <laughs> he's focused on what he's doing. So mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, okay. So I came back and I said to my brother, like, hey, w- there's a game tonight. We-, we should go. So he was like, yeah, no, nah, this ain't for me. I said, okay, well, you go find your calling, Ryan. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go and pursue this. And, you know, I became junior videographer. And then mm-hmm. the same road I took, because I was, look. I took loans and I had to be a working college student yeah, too. Yeah. So I said to him like, Hey, you know, I showed my skill. I got to get paid for this. Yeah. So I ended up getting paid and, and doing the things. Now I mentioned, and we about to get a little nerdy a little bit here. So if you guys don't understand, <laughs> stay tuned with us. But I mentioned you were there in the wire cast days. Now there was a famous saying that Matt always said, anticipate everything that, something that can go wrong yeah will go yep. wrong matt yep. i didn't forget about yep. that everything that can go wrong will, will go, go wrong. wrong absolutely um it was <laughs> so that was the year the wirecast days we had the and i think they still have those panasonic cameras still um maybe a little update and they mm-hmm. probably got more toys up there now um, but explain to the people the, the wirecast days Man. and the internet and yeah. trying to get it together man trying to hardwire get some connection outside yeah that's that's where we were um and it was like with the press box it wasn't well for baseball we Mm -hmm. had a press box so it was like you know we had everything we needed kind of there to kind of make it happen Mm -hmm. i think the biggest challenge started to happen when we started doing the soccer games Mm -hmm. and you know we really just had like a tent Mm -hmm. you know all of our equipment (laughs) 
and you know whoever decided to kind of show up and kind of run with us that day yeah but i do remember um because i think your brother's like taller or something he is taller yeah, yeah so i i remember seeing y'all and and i remember me and matt even having a conversation like you came in hungry mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and then it so cool. it was just like okay he's really interested in because it's like sometimes it, sometimes you get a lot of people show up but then you'll just kind of be able to read the room like yeah they're not really if they're fiddling on their phones they're mm-hmm. looking away yeah i remember because i was so and they i'm sure matt still has it the big monitor where the director and producer mm-hmm. would, would operate and i'm like this is production yeah right and i think it stems from um not to jump ahead but it stems from a couple of Two years before that, we were on set of what was that Shane Lee Whitley movie, uh, Insurgent, that they were filming in Atlanta, oh, okay, okay, and we okay. were able to kind of see and see production side mm. of that. I have a story about that too, if you want to hear. <laughs> um, I'll go ahead and say that story real quick. So we were on that that set, and it was a tiny elevator, and the director said, "I need the uh, I need the extras on set right now," and that's the director speaking. Mm-hmm. So all women <laughs> extras. Okay. crowding into the elevator and my brother was like because he knows like you know he like you you're all right you're right lucas i'm like yep i'm fine i'm fine it's just a lot of women just in one spot. so um but when we walked out and we saw the the cameras and, and the mm-hmm. computer screens mm-hmm. and the set i'm like okay i'm interested in that yeah so fast forward in 2015 when i first saw uh gdn set i'm like this is cool. And I didn't even think they did this at GGC, you know? Yeah, yo, it's so funny that you mentioned that because for me, GGC isn't where I got my start in production. I was already mm. doing this. I actually got my start in production. My mom forced me to take a video production class. Um, mm. This was like junior high. Yeah. And I didn't want to take it. Like, I, I didn't want to take it. And so the way the classroom was set up, you had like classroom over here and mm-hmm. then studio on the other side of the class. Mm. And I remember um, the teacher told me, he was like, well, if you don't want to go in the studio, like you can just sit over here, watch TV. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna sit here and watch TV. Mm. And so all the students are like, okay, we're going to the studio, everybody up excited. And I mean, they run over there. I would too. (laughs) What's what's wrong with them kids? Okay. So I'm hearing all this commotion going on. I'm just trying to watch TV. And I'm just like, yo, what are they doing? Right. And I literally walk over there. And my face lit up like it was Christmas. Like, I literally peeped around the corner, and I saw the green screen. I saw anchors getting ready. I saw the cameras. I Mm -hmm. saw the the control room. And I was just like, like, oh, y'all about to 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 make a Marvel movie, huh? (laughs) And the teacher literally was standing there right there like, so now are you interested? Okay, so yeah, what what are y'all doing? Yeah. And so for me, that that was that moment. Mm. And then we moved here to Atlanta, and I was like, okay. I'm thinking I'm gonna oh I'm gonna be an artist so I'm gonna get signed like yeah. Atlanta was booming with you know for music right. at the time so I was ready but it's like it took music has always been my first love but then when video started taking off for me I always thought okay video is gonna be how I get my foot in the door right so my first gig was working um with this guy named Terry Miles and Shalonda McCarthy uh-huh um, we were doing like podcast type content at the time oh, before cool. podcast was, was even podcast. podcast. Yeah, podcast. Yeah, now. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, and so they um, was working with Master P and Lil Romeo on oh, the uh, on the label. So I got a chance to be a videographer 
for their artists that they had signed in Atlanta. Mm. And so, and the label was called No Limit Forever. It was an extension of No Limit Records. Yeah. And so that was my first time I got to, I got to shoot a music video. I got oh, to meet several different artists who was coming in to be interviewed. Lit. Like yeah. just started just kind of going. And so that passion just started growing from there. It became right. like an itch, like, yo, I cannot shake this. And so fast forward to get to GGC, mm-hmm. I didn't, I was never really like always so interested in school. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I wasn't a straight A student. Mm-hmm. Like that just wasn't my thing. Cause it was one of those things where like, I know I have to do this, mm-hmm. but I really want to do production. Yeah. I really want to do production. Yeah. And so I was doing production at church. Aww. So I was running yeah. the camera and then <laughs> initially got, you know, acclimated with like being on the switcher and yeah. just all these different things. And so yeah. I moved to college campus. I was one of the first um, class. Well, I was the first class mm-hmm. to be able to live on dorm because they had just built the they dorms. They just built them, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Shout out to the RAs. I was an RA. Yeah, man. <laughs> it, it, was, yeah, it was such a crazy experience. Yeah. But it was like just sitting there like, yo, I don't feel fulfilled. Right. Like I'm like something is missing. Like yeah, we party and we have a good time. We go to class, whatever. Right. Dining hall. Like, oh, din- shout yeah, out to dining hall. Specs, yo. Like, <laughs> spent so many days. Yeah. Day, Always eat. Man, but I was just like, yo, I'm missing something. Missing something. Yeah. So sure enough, like I didn't even know we had an athletics department. I didn't know that until when Matt met in our film class at yeah. one time. Like, oh, we got an athletic division. Here? And so. Okay. And, and and that's great that y'all actually had a class to like for him yeah. to go and speak. We didn't have that at the time. Oh man. It was literally me just trying to like figure out what was I think I had got an email or something had came about about mm-hmm. like Grizzly Athletics. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh well, what's that? Yeah. You know, so I started kind of digging deeper and I immediately thinking, Okay, athletics. Sure that they need video content. Right. Like that. I don't know you. I watch sports myself, so somebody, yeah. somebody filming. Yeah. So should I go over there? I find it. So yeah, man. I I go and um. I actually from my dorm, I walked over to the Grizzly Athletics like complex. Yeah, that was me and Fresh because I didn't have my car yet. Yeah, like <laughs> so I, I had my car. Forth. So I was just kind of curious, like just kind of walking one day, just getting some exercise, mm-hmm. and I stumbled up on it, and I was just like, okay, well, what is this? So, boom, I'm walking. I'm kind of just kind of exploring. Yeah. And the then, building's very nice, too. Oh, the facility oh, is always what? amazing. State what? of the art. I mean, be- beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. beautiful. Oh, what Matt say? B-E-A-U-tiful. Yeah, that's <laughs> Shout out to Matt. Uh, yeah, man. But I remember, like, um, I finally <laughs> just went over there and... Um, I think I had just asked a few questions yeah. you know, in regard to video, and they're like, "Oh, you might want to talk to Matt Mahoney." And I'm like, mm. "Okay, well, who is that, and where is he?" Yeah. Oh, his office is just further down. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just peeping around corners, and I see, hey, you Matt? Like, hey, is that how you did? Hey, yeah, you like, <laughs> yeah, like, well, hey, I'll let, you. <laughs> <laughs> let me talk to you. Yeah. And so literally, you know, I just told him I was interested, and it was like from that moment, me and him clicked like day one. That's good. And, you know, he's like, okay, well, you know, show up to this meeting, yeah. this, this, this. And so, shoot, I showed up and it was like, it was a green light from there. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it was kind of the, the, for me, it was similar, same story. Uh, we went to the, one of the soccer matches mm-hmm. um, and he said, hey, show up to a meeting, came to a meeting. Mm-hmm. We had a talk. I was on board. Yeah. Right. Um, 
So it was a very interesting start to that experience with GDN. Uh, I enjoyed, you know, every moment of the the, the starting point. Mm-hmm. But now we we get into, you know, us work study mm-hmm. and we, we take it a little and we all we always took it seriously. Oh, but yeah. we take it a little bit more serious For because sure. now it's something on a resume. It's mm-hmm. something it's your job. Right. Yeah. So it's a, something that potentially you if you don't show up or show out, yeah, you could get let go. But that mm-hmm. that was rare at GDN because everybody was just so interested sure. uh, in doing that. And one of my favorite things, and we, I guess we can go ahead and talk about this part because it lasted long, but it didn't last as long. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying the outside of the sports production side. So I'm talking media day. I'm mm-hmm, talking, mm-hmm. Um, what was the show? Grizzlies Live mm-hmm, at Newt's, right? Mm-hmm. Loved it. Those were my favorites yeah, yeah. because I felt Grizzlies Live at Newt's was, you know, we, we put on a full show, like a talk show yep, yep. in the heart of a restaurant. Yep. And we're interviewing coaches, mm-hmm. uh, uh, trainers, yep. the athletes themselves, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and around I want to say around 2015 um, I was a little bit nervous to talk to athletes because I noticed that there was a bit of a disconnect between athletes and, and students at that year. Now mm-hmm. they've changed a lot, they've changed, mm-hmm. but uh, I wanted to ask you what was your highlight of all of the uh, extra shows that we would do? Wow Ooh, my highlight Mm. Um, honestly, I would have to say it was media day media. because for mm. me, like I've always been into like basketball, mm. like NBA and stuff. So I've always seen kind of like their behind the scenes of how they do their media day. Mm. So to get the opportunity to actually produce one, mm. and I'm talking about produce as in like pre-production. Okay. Well, we need a list of players, you know, um, questions or this or that, you know, even creating graphics, like the lower mm. thirds and mm. like. I literally got an opportunity to create the entire thing. Mm. And so that was so dope for me because it was just like, I had never done that before. Mm. And so, and it's just like those type of moments kind of help and just live sports broadcasting in general, like Mm. continuing to dive into that opportunity even more. Mm. And Matt um, gave us the opportunity, me and Marissa. Mm -hmm. And I think Myron went with us as well. We had went to like Orange Beach or something like that mm. for the uh, it was like a NAIA track meet or something. And so I got to produce oh, that. Yeah, I got to produce that. I think Marissa and Myron might have been on camera or something. Mm. So that was dope. And so one thing I will say about Matt is like, although he wasn't like during my time, mm-hmm. he wasn't um, able to kind of get us jobs in the industry. He definitely made sure that we would like any opportunities that may have come about. Yeah. He definitely like tried to like push it to us. Mm-hmm. And so it's like with those opportunities, it gave me to like, okay, maybe I can just dive into live, live broadcast. Yeah. And so from there, I actually landed my first job like at Encompass where I was working for um, AT&T Sportsnet. Ooh. And so from Ooh. there, it's okay. like I got to trim commercials for big clients like Wendy's, Ooh, McDonald's, yeah. um, Disney. And I even got to um, rebroadcast and trim Kobe Bryant's last professional basketball oh, game. Shout and out so, to Kobe. Yeah, oh, shout out to Kobe. Most definitely. Go on to something. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm like, so it's like Matt don't even know, like, those particular moments from GDN basically helped push me mm-hmm. to start. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. On, in a higher level of my career. Yeah. I would say for that, too, um, shameless plug. I'm sorry, guys. But, <laughs> you know. 
Genie in taught me about production. Now mm-hmm. it taught me production when when making movies. So um, with everybody seeing my movies on Prime Video and Tubi, and they ask like, how did how did you how did you learn that stuff? Like, well, some of it I learned, but hey, I was in sports production mm-hmm. and broadcasting yep. in college with GDN, so mm-hmm. it kind of taught me ways of how to create things. Yeah. Um, and you know, shout out to him with that because it's a learning experience. And now sure. I feel with the CMAT major. He's definitely, I'm sure he's pushing mm-hmm. further projects to students right Absolutely. now at, at GGC. Um, so as we turn the page, um, this was, I want to say it was 2016, right? For for me, I started in 2015. And well, let me back up because relating to my favorite highlights, it is Grizzlies Live, but softball used to do this thing. Um, and I think they still do it now where because I remember when my first time going, it was 2015. Um, they had, what was it called? Georgia Race for Autism. Yeah. So yeah. I like it how that was one of my favorite highlights is having athletic department doing something and giving back to the community. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're not looking at, hey, look what we're doing to mm-hmm. make ourselves look good. They said, we want to do good for our Gwinnett County yeah. uh, community. The community for sure. Um, and I remember because I had met the coaches so it was coach cat which mm-hmm. i think she's still there um and i met coach Datko, which mm-hmm. she left and then it was coach matters and then now coach Datko's back oh, okay. so i met those two coaches and i remember i remember meeting some of the players that were in the same grade as me mm-hmm. um they were very very nice but i was nervous because i was you know 2015 kennedy i didn't you know i didn't have a haircut yeah, I, no, I, I you know um and it was me, Marissa. I think we covered that where I was the camera operator, videographer, mm-hmm. and she was the interviewer. Mm-hmm. And to see that the, the players get so nervous in yeah. 2015 is one thing I've noticed. Players are so nervous yeah. because they're so new to this, right? Mm-hmm. We've had a lot of, and which I'm still friends with a lot of them, uh, international athletes where, what is that? That's a camera. I don't want, I'm, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, those are the, the the best memories if they're they're giving back to the community. Um, I wanted to ask you, and because there was a video that's out for their their page, and they interviewed us, um, 2017. What was your favorite part of GDM? And I, and I joked and I said the food, but I'm slick not joking though because <laughs> you know the food at production. Mm-hmm. Matt, <laughs> I'm about to put y'all on blast a little bit because I hate Marco's Pizza. That's all Yo. we ate. <laughs> uh, that's not all we ate, but we we ate that a lot because yeah, they, they were a sponsor. Most, yeah, for most for most productions, that was that, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? I had never had Marco's Pizza Ugh. until I started doing GDN. Yeah, me too. And then I love how like you started seeing the growth because I think at some point we started mm-hmm. getting like the Chick Fil A boxes. Yeah, the funding there. Yeah, yeah so yeah. it was just like yeah. we went from like pizza almost every production mm-hmm. and then and then sometimes we would get options even going to the nuke like Yo, oh yeah yeah you know let's that we gotta eat there. yeah so yeah like it was i think it was just growth and i think even and just speaking on growth like we went from filming baseball games mm-hmm. softball mm-hmm. and then we included tennis mm-hmm. which was super dope i had never mm-hmm. did that before yeah we're gonna get to that that <laughs> scaffold and because yeah. i think that was in 2016 we're gonna oh, get there oh my goodness oh my goodness <laughs> yeah um yeah nukes is very good and i, I and i guess that's one of the 
part because we're putting on a good show but eating at news because they, they're oh, their club sandwiches mm-hmm, oh my mm-hmm, god mm-hmm. Yeah. um i was sad when they said yeah we're no longer filming grizzlies live i'm like no i had a good but, run though yeah. i think for me like wednesdays it was i think it was wednesdays wednesdays we'll get here and mm-hmm. it's like okay yep we got to load up the car like mm-hmm. we, you know we're headed down and so mm-hmm. i think for me setup was probably my favorite part because it mm-hmm. got it was an opportunity for us to like really all kind of work together yeah. like like everybody knew they had a job to do and we had to do it by a certain time right you know in order for us to even produce the show right so i think that was that was probably the the exciting part for me and then us getting to eat as a team as a family because i'm like Mm -hmm. that's so important when you are in production yeah you don't want to just always work with people you actually want to get to learn you know get to learn learn people people for sure Mm -hmm. like you know what are your hobbies what are you into you Mm -hmm. know do you want to direct do you want to produce you know what i'm saying because it's like at the end of the day it's about us growing as individuals yeah you know giving everybody an opportunity yeah so that that to me was like definitely one of my favorite parts us just always being able to come together as a team either before or after the production right and at nukes i had a lot of so as as i grew up in gdn you know i've had a lot of conversations with matt at nukes like hey yeah we can they from junior videographer we're gonna groom you to senior videographer Mm -hmm. so now we're having videographers come in i need you to teach them yeah how you know how good you how dope you can do in videography yeah. i need you to teach those yeah right same thing hey kennedy uh let's say you're getting ready to graduate we need a director kennedy mm-hmm. i need you to direct now yeah. right so yeah. it's a growing process and those conversations i've had with matt mm-hmm. at nukes yeah. um so that's why that that's gonna always be um a special place in in our hearts For when sure. it comes down yeah, to yeah. it um so turning the page now we're in 2016 um 2016 there's just so much that happened we can't cover everything but i'm gonna we're gonna cover the highlights of 2016 now cover the highlights springtime because i I still i started in 2015 in Mm -hmm. fall so now turning the page to spring of 2016 the next year baseball and softball season Mm -hmm. and if y'all don't know (laughs) some of the longest the longest matches (laughs) hot spring hot summer i've been cooked i remember one athlete i want to say it was nicole rodriguez soccer player shout out to her um she asked me was i okay because my skin because it was hot Mm. i've been cooked wow i got dark (laughs) and i was like yeah it's just baseball and softball (laughs) season so you know it's just it is what it is so um (laughs) so 2016 softball uh, in baseball season, primarily my first, so baseball because I play baseball, so mm-hmm. I'm always gonna be the, be an advocate for um, for baseball and softball because I play baseball and softball is kind of almost like the same thing as baseball, just a little bit, but just a little bit of different rules. Um, but man, talk about some. Let's talk about some of those those events. So we introduced and we kind of introduced it in. We, well, we introduced this softball and baseball season, and then it went over to soccer that next year. But the scaffold. Wow, that was, man, that was that was a game changer mm-hmm. because it was like adding that scaffold. Oof! <laughs> oh man, like no. Before we even get to the scaffold, mm-hmm. 
adding the second camera. Oh, okay, yeah, I Ad- jumped ahead. Adding the second camera. Yeah, you talking it, about the the hot the home plate yeah, on the part? Yeah, yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Yep. Yes. That was that was great because one thing that Matt used to always kind of tell us is like, you know, parents want to see their kids' faces. Mm-hmm. And it's so like, you know, with the high cam, with the wide angle, you can't, we just see the play. We don't necessarily yeah. get to see like real like emotion or what's really going on, mm-hmm. you know, on the field. So mm-hmm. adding that second camera just gave the production so much more life. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I think honestly, it made people even tune in even more because we were able to get like um, the dugout shots mm-hmm. or, you know, get close on the picture or the this or that like just mm-hmm. just get closer to the action yeah and i think for a lot of viewers it connected even more because it made you feel like you were actually watching right like a, a real production like that you would be watching it on tv or something you know mm-hmm. so i think so then we get to the scaffold now that's just a whole nother whole it just seemed beast. like you just you're just constantly elevating mm-hmm. and so that right that shot that was a whole nother game changer. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. And I think from a production standpoint, as a producer, it kind of makes you like a proud parent moment of like, wow, we're, we're doing this. Like mm-hmm. we're growing. Like, oh, I remember when it was just one camera. Yeah. Myron is like sitting in the window. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Like, so that was just, that was so dope. And, and shout out to Marissa. Cause like, shout out to Marissa. A lot of times when I would be, directing and producing she was like my camera Mm -hmm. you know my camera person and so we did not have like walkie talkies or anything and so oh the little headset that you didn't oh no we didn't have that (laughs) and so it was that's why it's so important to like communicate with your team you know what i'm saying and and people really understand like their role and their position Mm -hmm. and so like we would just have conversations and sometimes like we would review like stuff yeah you know and so it's like so people will kind of go and do homework and then come in like they'll have their own plan of what they want to see right and that was so dope and so as the person that's sitting behind the computer being able to see the different shots Mm -hmm. it excited me because it's like wow you guys have been paying attention and sometimes matt would get us together and it's like we're watching you know just various productions or whatever yeah to help us get better at what we're doing right so i'm like we we did not have any communication with the camera operators Mm -hmm. but man marissa would be killing it yeah she man she would be killing it (laughs) i mean oh my i mean it's like me and i think I think me and Marissa's relationship really got an opportunity to grow because it was like we started really clicking on mm-hmm. like production. Right. And so it was just like I started being able to like lean on her, her more. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I knew she was going to get the shot that I needed. Right. You know, and, and so it's like it's, it's exciting for me as the producer because it's like I'm the one that's controlling what the viewers see, mm-hmm. you know, and I can only mm-hmm. give them what you guys give me. Right. You know what I mean? True. So, True. To not have any type of conversation during production. Yeah. It was all, I mean, every time we ended a production, it was always just like, God, we like, we killed it. We, we made yeah, it happen. We, did we made that, it happen. Man. One thing I liked about our team, 2015 and, two, well, any year that I've done GDN, I liked. Mm-hmm. But 2015, 2016, and a little bit 2017, I, I, I enjoyed that class because we would have, side conversations but we knew we had a job to do right right so when we knew we had a job to do we kind of stayed focused 
and I think that's something that I would believe that Matt Mahoney appreciated. Like, okay, they have fun, mm -hmm. but they know this is we got to do good at this, right? Right. Um, because a lot of parents did tune in, and mm -hmm. I'm 2016, arguably one of our best years because we added the scaffold the three camera shoots at that mm -hmm. point we're we're trying to i think we transitioned a little bit to tricaster yep after that i remember i remember hearing about that and viewership went up and numbers mm -hmm. went up and everybody enjoyed what we were doing yeah. so i think that's 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 pinnacle about our team is we're focused we'll have fun we'll talk later mm -hmm. about whatever movie you were watching later yep. on but we need a job we have mm -hmm. a job to do for sure especially you knew pressure was on when Dr. Darren Wilson walks by. <laughs> Shout out to Dr. Wilson. For sure. When he walks by with Ned Cobro, <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you knew, oh, okay, what we doing? Sure doing? Cause that's the big that's the big boss. Right? Make sure everybody doing what they're supposed to be doing. <laughs> right. Um and that year was good too because uh for for me, 2016 is when I became an RA. So at that point I knew, okay, so I'm in college. I need to be an RA and sorry, Sandrine, that was an old boss director for rest. I did it because it was free room and board. Hey, honestly, you, you got, <laughs> use, the your, game. use your resources, your resources. <laughs> um, but I know I enjoyed that job as well, but mm -hmm. you mean it had some good benefits. Um, so I had to balance that. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I wanted to give a shout out to miss, uh, Aaron Frank. Um, she was the the finance coordinator for yeah, athletics yeah. and she noticed that hey well yeah you could do both you just gotta kind of balance both mm -hmm. right because they can't i couldn't get overpaid right with work yep. study yep. which makes sense so um shout out to her because she made it happen to where i could still do gdn mm -hmm. and still do my ra stuff nice. i remember when we had the opener banquet in 2016 i know i'm jumping a little bit ahead of there and i was able to attend ra event and so then i uh, said sandrine hey i have an athletics event can i go and there's like yeah go mm. have fun and i was just like really because <laughs> we live i work in, in jobs today where you know no means no and bosses are a little bit more strict because we got sure. to you know and those set of people they understood that mm -hmm. hey he's he's a college kid too right right um, so shout out to them. That scaffold, it was either me or um I forgot the other gentleman that we had brought on. Um, I forgot his name, but it was me or him on that scaffold. And mm. when we first got the scaffold, I was a little scared. Yeah, I'm sure. I was nervous because yeah. I was high up and it's like wooded floor, so my legs would give out because mm -hmm. it's like we didn't have like a chair or yeah. a cushion, yeah. so it hurt. My knees buckled and it hurt. Yeah. And for baseball, it was worse because it was nine innings. Man. Sometimes we go overtime. What? Oh, and I remember those nights where if we would go overtime, yep. we didn't get done until about 11. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, the double headers. Mm -hmm. I mean, just baseball from even to this day, when I when I hear anybody like, hey, do you want to go to a baseball game? Uh, no. <laughs> just I, I feel like I've had my time with baseball. I am yeah. okay. I think producing it was enough because yeah. it's like, and then the weather is so unpredictable. Just, yeah. And was, I remember like what that 300 footer cable that we used to have to like constantly like roll up. Roll, oh God. Yes. Roll it up, roll it up, roll it up. <laughs> I was like, it, no, thank you. <laughs> you would see like the athletes and their, their significant others mm -hmm. and their parents come yep. out to the game. They're talking, they're all leaving. We're still Man, chugging away. I mean, goodness. Everybody was exhausted. Oh yeah. And, 
I was kind of the cheery spirit, right? Because mm-hmm. I can tell, like, when when you're fatigued and tired, you kind of get aggravated. For sure. Because I'm like that too, and I'm I'm learning to not do that. Yeah. So I would make a corny joke, and this is. Want to hear another story? Uh oh, let's go. I think. Did you work with Chris Morales before? I don't think he came on know. yet, or he was starting to come on mm-hmm. as you were kind of leaving out because of graduation and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was 2016. It might have been 2017, but we got introduced to the word swanky. Okay. And they always used to joke with me because I would use the word swanky. And I turned it into a business with the radio station and and my studio now. So So shout out to GDN because they kind of helped make swanky studios and swanky 93, right? I feel that. I feel that. so I would say the point of that story is I would say something so corny just to get people to laugh. Mm-hmm. And when you know you got Matt, Matt does his laugh where he kind of like just a little bit and he's like about to fall. And I was like, yeah, I know I made Matt laugh. Yo, that's hilarious. Because <laughs> <laughs> you remember his laugh. He was like. <laughs> that is hilarious. That's hilarious. So and that's one of the things I would do. And everybody's laughing. It's like 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. We're packing up. Yeah. And I'm just like, hey, I made y'all laugh. I've done my job tonight. And that's so dope, man, because you right. Like when you are tired and, yeah. you know, it is late. We're just trying to get it done. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, yeah, you do become a little more antsy and like, ah. Yeah. But so, yeah, we definitely needed that energy to just continue to just make wrap up fun, yeah. you know, for any production. Because yeah. it's like we understand it's something that we have to do. And so, yeah, you we still in a way want to have fun while we wrap it mm-hmm. up as well. Yeah. You know, so that's thank you for that. Yeah, for sure. We have to. We have to. Um, so fast forwarding. A little bit still in 2016, but now I hope we hopefully we covered everything with softball and soccer because the same year now it's soccer season. 2016 was very very important. Um, I, I want to ask if you were still here at GDN at that point. We probably won't talk about like 2019 and 2020 because mm-hmm. we rather go there. Um, but 2016 was very pivotal. Um, me being a, as an RA, I wanted to solve the the problem that we were having where res life and athletics couldn't click. Mm-hmm. Um, they, there's been some choice words that I won't repeat on this, on this clean show, but I want us to solve that gap. And I knew in my gut, like if I help make change as an RA and as working as with athletics, maybe they can kind of come to our events. They can mm-hmm. kind of click together. Yep. They can kind of, you know, build that gap that that was missing so yeah. that way we can have people come out to these games for sure um so 2016 and you can I've, it's more of a question because i i'm i can't remember if you were there 2016 both men's and women's going to denver colorado for mm-hmm. the naia championships mm-hmm. matt says oh well gdn is not gonna be there sorry guys we just don't have funding a couple days later I'm, you know, working on homework, bored. It's <laughs> November, you know. Mm-hmm. Matt gives me a call. He's like, hey, Kenny, what you doing? I'm like, well, I'm doing homework. So what you doing tomorrow? Oh, probably nothing. I mean, we're, we're kind of slow. It's Thanksgiving week, so everybody's kind of getting ready to go home. He's like, so what you doing for the week? I'm like, Matt, what are you, <laughs> what are you, what are you asking me right now? Right. He's like, you want to come to Denver? I said, oh, shoot. Is this <laughs> what I think this is? They had funding for yeah. us to go. So 
I had to, oh, I had to scramble. I had to ask because I was an RA. So I asked Sandrine, like, hey, this was not a lie, but this was something I had to sell her because I, I had a plan too. I said, hey, could we, if I go to this trip, it's men's and women's soccer. I can build the relationship with GGC Athletics. I can network, talk to them, have them come to our events, make them be more part of Res Life. Mm-hmm. We can make it happen. If you say yes. Yeah. If it's a no, it's a no. I yeah. get it. Yeah. Um, she said, yeah. If you think that this can work, definitely go on this trip. You're, we'll excuse you. You're fine. I said, yes. <laughs> so I'm quickly packing up my clothes. Mm-hmm. And my brother's calling me to ask me a favor. He's like, no, bro. I, I got to hit the road now because I leave yeah. tomorrow. Because it was like, pack today. We leave, leave tomorrow, tomorrow more. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I'm packing up. And I said, bro, you're going to have to figure it out for a week. I'm going to Denver. I've never been to Denver. Yeah. Been on a flight before. So I pull up, excited, geeked out. My my uh, luggage and the GDN equipment is ready to be packed in the, in the bus. Mm-hmm. Men's soccer coming in. And at that point, they kind of knew me, but they didn't. They's like, oh, snap, Kennedy, are you coming? They're like, yeah, mm-hmm. we're going to be there with y'all. Yeah. Women's soccer. It's like, oh, my God, Kennedy, are you going up with us? Like, yeah, I'm going. So we packing up. And we're on the, the trip to Denver. We've had, this is a story. Uh, the, we had the black van that was rented to GDN. We didn't have power mm. out there on the field. So we generated power from the van itself. And we the joke is the first ever GDN production SUV. Because it was, <laughs> a, it was like a, a Ford Explorer yeah. SUV that yeah. had power. Yeah. Plug it into the, the, uh, and then I think we still had Wirecast at that time. Wirecast, we had one camera, mm-hmm. and we, we, me and Michael, shout out to Michael Day. Hey, you know it was me, Michael, and Matt <laughs> filming the best we get. It was cold, and it was cold mm-hmm. in Denver too. It was Man. so cold. Um, but we pulled it off, and I remember this. The point of the story I was going with this, um, sitting there playing Uno with women's soccer, and men's soccer was around us too, and I had that conversation, mm-hmm. right. I was nervous because I didn't want to like say anything offensive. Right. But I said, Hey guys, I'm trying to build this gap between athletics mm-hmm. and res life. Yeah. Right. Because that's important. So we had a nice crucial conversation. I said, guys, this is what needs to happen. Yes. You guys are athletes, your students. We get that. But sometimes y'all have to give back. Mm-hmm. Right. And then that leads to them coming to RA move in, uh, student move in day and more events. And mm-hmm. now we're bridging that gap. Everybody knows about the athletic teams. Yeah. And then not going to go too fast here, but in 2018, 17, 18, everybody was coming to the games. And that's so dope, man. Right. That's, that's so the dope. impact. That's so dope that you got the opportunity to do that. Mm-hmm. Cause I remember when GDN didn't have funding, like <clears throat> we would make it to like the championships and everything like mm-hmm. that. And we would have to sit there and watch the athletes get on the bus. Matt gets to go, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's just like, we don't have funding to basically like take the rest of the crew. Yeah. And so that used to suck, you know? Cause it's like, you know, you'll work hard all season long. And then mm-hmm. it's like, there's a drop off. Like, okay, well y'all go ahead and do, you know, the rest, what y'all need to do we'll yeah. be home when you guys get back. And so I remember like uh, Matt, I think it was Matt or Marissa. They had filmed like some footage or something on the buses mm-hmm. before the buses actually left. Mm-hmm. And then we just kind of picked up when they got back or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, like I remember that struggle of like the games would be empty. Mm-hmm. You know, they, yeah. I mean, 
students were not showing up. Mm-hmm. I think when we talk about, so that's, I think for us, that's why viewership was so important because it's like, okay, if we start doing like producing better content mm-hmm. and the school actually starts getting involved and actually starts supporting, you know, our material, then yeah, we yeah. can bridge a gap. We can talk about, you know, having students come to the games and, you know, really just start believing in Grizzly athletics. Mm-hmm. But I think for a long time, like I said, when I was there, I didn't know anything about Grizzly athletics until I was just kind of doing some around. research. Yeah. yeah. So there were so many other students that, you know, nobody knew that we had an athletics team. Yeah. And yeah. so, and it's like, that's so crazy because we, it's, we are all on the same campus. Yeah. So shout out to you for bridging that gap and like, being a part of that impact yeah because it's and it wasn't because uh, a lot of people ask me to this day like why did you do it, it, it it's not for ego it's not yeah. for me just say hi look what i did no mm-hmm. it's for a a a organization to, to blossom and to grow because you for look sure. at you know trying not trying to compare schools but you look at uh georgia state georgia southern uga they mm-hmm. have such that great impact absolutely right so i'm a firm believer that ggc might be ggu Georgia Gwinnett University. And that's a cool thing to say because as it grows, and it may not be next year, right? Right, But as it grows, I want GGC to be a university Mm -hmm. to where they get more funding and we might see a basketball team, right? We might see a swim swim team, right? Or a football team. That would be dope. Um, And then that was a great impact. And then, you know, to my own horn here, because he ain't no ego, but first ever GDN president. Hey, there you go. Right here. First (laughs) ever. We got funding to be an RSO. That's so dope, Um, man. But those are the impacts that we want to, we share these stories Mm and uh, we we want an organization to grow um, to to greater heights. And as, you know, over the years, we've got newer people. And, you know, I got to talk to a lot of athletes that are from the States and, athletes from sweden yeah. switzerland um argentina mm-hmm. you know uh to their relationship fast forward i know i'm kind of jumping all over but athletes in particular you remember jordan cox and valerie pota mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. all know they were gonna get married yeah, they yeah. were they were college yeah. sweethearts yeah. they got married and they stayed at the hotel that i managed nice. when i was in hospitality so when they come in it's like oh snap kitty hey kitty and it's Yo. just that that relationship that we built yeah um He's an actor too, and that's yeah. what I'm gonna say. Shout out to Jordan because he was on um, P Valley. He was on yeah, P Valley. He was on P Valley. My girl Shep Purcell is also on P Valley too. Okay, um, okay. So it was very that was very interesting mm-hmm. uh, to see that dynamic. How he kind of he played tennis, but yeah. now he's doing some dope stuff. Oh yeah, right? most definitely. I, um, I was surprised. I was like Jordan. Yeah, Jordan. <laughs> Jordan. I saw him and I, I follow both uh, Valerie and him on mm-hmm. Instagram. And I saw Valerie there in California for the screening and she's yeah. having the time of her life. Beautiful. I'm like, That's wow. Dope, like, yeah. college sweethearts plays mm-hmm. tennis to superstar. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so those are the moments that we, we create. Yeah. And, you know, some athletes I talk to either on text or on Instagram to this day, like, yeah. hey, how you doing? Uh, Alyssa Melton, shout out to E. Talk to her <laughs> as of recently to yeah. see what she got going on, you know. So those memories I, I like to create. That's dope. because of that impact. Yeah. Right. No. Um, but I think G uh GG uh GDN's gonna be here for a, a while. Um, we've had some dope experiences yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to turn the page a little bit about GGC. Okay. Now the college. Now we're gonna <laughs> back out of GDN. 
and talk about some GGC memories real quick. Uh-oh. Uh, what would have, what was your favorite? And if you can't Ooh. really remember, that's fine. Okay. We mentioned the dining hall. That was my favorite place to go. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, there will be days where I would skip class just to stay Good. at the dining hall. And I mean, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> for y'all that's still going to GGC, don't, don't do that. Yeah. But yeah, like, I remember me, um, uh, Tamaya, she was my uh, roommate. Mm. <clears throat> we would, you know, get some friends and we, we would just be at the dining hall. Just eating. Because <laughs> I think Having for a good us, time. it was like, you know, we didn't really have like a kitchen mm-hmm. in the dorm room. Mm. You know, so it was like you kind of had to eat at the, at the dining, dining hall. Yeah. So, and then the dining hall closed at like a certain time, mm. which when I would tell people, they'd be like, what? Your dining hall don't stay open late? Not really. Nah. So, yeah, it was like, a, hmm, do I go to this night class or do I go to the dining hall? <laughs> oh. Not <laughs> advocating that to GGC students today. No, <laughs> but. no, definitely not. But, yeah, like that's that was probably like my favorite place to mm. be. Because for me, I... I've always been like kind of like a social person and so yeah everybody was just kind of that was like the hangout spot yeah it it was for okay it was for us ra's because it was free <laughs> oh man i so, thought i should have been an ra yeah y'all, y'all i mean life look guys i'm not advocating being an ra for the free room and board but, no, but i gotta say use your resources use the resources that we had so um we would go there so it was it was so it's it's always been me my brother now i would say that in 2017 i became an ra in 2016 he didn't become an ra in 2016 um but when he did it was always either uh, me and him uh my friend alex um india shout out to india um shout out to one friend unfortunately she did pass away uh, a couple years back raga um she and story about raga and alex and us we went to mexico together i'm I'm always gonna remember that trip um so you know rest in peace raga uh but she would always be there with us too at the dining hall uh eating and just having a good time having to laugh and talking about programming talking about what our residence is is doing yeah uh you know those are the the impactful moments so the dining hall creates those those memories i always every time i go into the dining hall you remember we called him five minutes. I think it's, his name is Ron. He flipped the burgers at the at the grill. Man, shout out to Ron because I was just saying. <laughs> Give me five minutes. Look, if if I'm going in there, I'm going to the burger spot right off top. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm going to scan the room a little bit, but I know one thing that's always going to be perfect. The burgers. Burger. Yep. Every time we go and get a burger <laughs> or a chicken sandwich. All right, I got you. Give me five minutes. So we called him five minutes. Yeah. Right? Because he always said, give me five minutes. That's funny, man. Um, <laughs> memories. <laughs> memories. He, he followed me on Facebook, too. Uh-oh. Um, Wait a he did. I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. Because I was a college student at that time. So I'm yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, I, I don't that. know about that. Um, but five minutes. It was either that or the uh, hibachi spot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm they're amazing yeah (laughs) (laughs) they cook it just the hibachi they cook it just right yeah and he was like would you like rice and noodles you know (laughs) not picking on him like that but it was just like because he cared about the type of dish that you want um so the dining hall the dessert bar yeah i'm like we spent just too much time and shout out to the to the to the staff Mm -hmm. it was always clean you know what I'm saying? So you mm-hmm. felt like, okay, this is this is a nice place to be in. Like, 
it was clean. It was good. Yeah. Like, it was it was just always a good time at the dining hall. For mm-hmm. sure. For Were sure. you there when I want to say it was the subway on the outside of the dining hall? It's not ringing a bell. I remember they had it. They had it when I started in 2015 <clears throat> and a little bit 2016, but they took it out and they put something else in there. I'm going to say I I don't re- I don't recall. I just recall mm. like the dining hall and then I think it was like what C building or something where they had like a uh, Chick-fil-A I think was in there. The um it was like a smaller is that a that might yeah it might be a building. A building. Ooh, we, yeah. I can't remember. That was like, <laughs> a long time ago. But yeah, like but yeah. they had like a little it was kind of like another kind of cafe kind of ah, area. I do remember the Chick so what was it? Chick-fil-A Maybe, I'm like maybe Panda Express or something. I don't. Know, I do remember. Like okay, I do remember Panda Express because I used to eat that a lot, and I <laughs> I, I needed a stock because I was getting kind of fat from that. No, I um, that. And then what was that building? B building where the big G is on there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, and what was in that one? Einstein's and. I don't know. I, I don't remember. Yeah, I, I mean, I, this was years ago. It's like ago, I can y'all. see the building. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just like, dang, it was food in there too. Like, yeah. I, just, I don't remember. Mm, shout out to the food. <laughs> shout out to. Yeah. I can't say shout out to Airmark because I've been reading articles about what they've been doing lately. So Uh-oh. we're going to give them a shout out. But Uh-oh. they Airmark did uh, sponsor or assuming, I don't know if they're still doing it now, but used mm-hmm. to sponsor food for, for GGC when I was there. Okay. Um. So you you mentioned uh, Res Life. Mm-hmm. So what was the years you were in Res Life before you moved out? If you can remember. Um, well, ba- so whatever was the so once they completed the dorm, whenever whenever it was the first year that the dorms actually opened, mm-hmm. I stayed on campus up until maybe um, junior years because it seems mm-hmm. like once you hit junior year. Mm-hmm. It's like you kind of gotten like that dorm life out of you. Like, yeah. okay, I've, I've stayed on campus. Yeah. I know what it feels like. Uh, I would rather kind of have my own space. Yeah. So, I feel so yeah. But it was, it was, it was a, it was a great time. I mean, I don't have any complaints. Uh, we got a few noise violations. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I did too. Because I was in when I was an RA. Oh gosh. <laughs> so one the first year I managed all mill and what they try to do, or at least they used to try to do, is where if you, you know, identify as a male, mm-hmm. then you would manage male residents. If you identify as a female, then you um then you would manage females. Now yeah. I'm sure they changed some things because of today's society For now. Sure. For sure. Um but I remember one year they didn't they forgot to tell me. Second year I managed male and female. You wanna know what the female residents were what athletes oh wow they did that on purpose like kennedy works for athletics right. so they're gonna manage he's gonna manage these salt it was softball player and mm, two okay. soccer girls okay so i was like yeah y'all knew what y'all were doing <laughs> it's okay but y'all knew what y'all y'all were doing that's funny uh, okay i've had some i had to be i'm trying to figure out well oh okay we can say it because we're wrong we've been through some some parties they they threw some parties at gdc yeah absolutely interesting um, you'd be crazy if you don't think it happens yeah <laughs> it's interesting how now this was before i was an ra by the way um but it was very interesting because it was my first college party mm-hmm. now we didn't they didn't have like all that like, drugs or anything like that but it was just like a lot of people crammed into a room For and sure. dancing and you know mm-hmm. it was college yeah um i left quickly because there was just too much people in the room I was like yeah this ain't for me yeah. and my friend me and my friend connor 
shout out to Connor. It was his first college party because we were freshmen at that time. We were yeah. like, yeah, no, this ain't for us. This ain't this ain't our scene, buddy. Because we were so young mm-hmm. at that point. No, I get it. Um, the programming was amazing. Being an RA programming, shout out to Miss Lori. Were you? Have you seen Miss Lori when you were? I don't think she didn't start yet. Yeah, I'm gonna say, I don't think so. You remember Doctor Boone, Kyle Boone? His name sounds familiar, but I can't like. He was things. the director of Res Life, not anymore, okay. but. Um, he was there when I started, mm-hmm. um, and he he was he remembered everybody's handshake because okay. we all have a unique handshake, Dope. and his thought process about Res Life was so amazing because <laughs> he was a doctor, he has his PhD. So uh, when uh, lately I saw him on, I forgot what college that he went to to work. He worked at a new college. He cut his hair. He had a baby. I'm like, oh, Dr. Boo, because he had the dreads, right? I'm like, Dr. Boo, don't, he's, he's stepping up a little bit. He, he changes some things. Um, so, sorry, I'm just resetting the no, record good. here. Um, but it's, it's, it's amazing that, you know, res life, when we were residents, they're different mm-hmm. than residents now, right? Most definitely. And a sure. lot of people have a lot of different outtakes of res mm-hmm. life, but. Mm-hmm. I always would love Res Life for sure. Um, they have my heart. Yeah, I mean, for me, staying on dorm, um, that was a big moment for me because that was literally the first time I had, like, got an opportunity to kind of mm-hmm. live outside the house, like, yeah. my, you know, my parents' house. So, you know, to be able to meet a lot of different people and just kind of, you really become like a young adult. Mm-hmm. And so, and you know, sometimes when people mm-hmm. move to college campuses, they end up abusing that opportunity. And then, you know, a lot of things happen. Mm-hmm. But for me, it gave me the opportunity to like, in a way, even show my parents like, yo, mm-hmm. like I'm responsible. I can be on campus because I had my car. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I, I was still doing what I needed to do, you know, as far as school. But like, yeah, like I had my car. I didn't take my friends everywhere, yeah. you know, so it was, it was a dope opportunity. It, it felt like I had my own apartment mm. and cause I actually had the, um, dorm room style that had like what, six. Uh, so I think it's, yeah, you're right. The two, they have a two, four, six, an eight. I think like and a 12. 12, yeah. Freshman year, I was in a 12. Really? Oh, my God. They wow. were a little bit smaller. I had the bump, okay. but the suite I was in at that year, was it was hot. Wow. So, it was like, Oops. Yeah, I was a little nervous about, like, what? Staying with six girls? Oh, yeah. my goodness. What's but luckily, on? man, I, I got some super, super dope roommates. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was a great time. We we all clicked. It was, you know, we had fun. Like, it was it was dope, man. We had we had a lot of great moments in there. So um, it's like it wasn't as bad as I was thinking it would be. All right. So I, I got to ask and it's OK if if you may not remember, because okay. some of the professors, I, I don't really remember. <laughs> but if you could name just quite a few, if you can, your best favorite professors that you had at GGC. Mm. Um, let's go with uh professor um gibson um english teacher yeah oh i love her yeah she was amazing yep yep. super dope and um professor jerry um it's a woman her name is jerry i forgot um, her last name but i had her for a summer class one year Mm. and um i had got into like a situation towards graduation to the point where I wasn't gonna be able to graduate Mm. 
And so, um, actually, I'm gonna just tell this story since we're here to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we um, all I've, about I've actually, I've actually never told like this story like live. On, yeah, so we got the exclusive, y'all. Sure, yo. So listen, <laughs> so it's um, I think 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm taking my capstone class. Oh, those are hard. Yeah, Very hard. and um, so luckily though, for my project, basically I had to create a website about like myself. And so I created the website. Um, I had added like all of my accomplishments and everything that I had been kind of doing thus far, just the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And at the time I was still like, also like writing content. So script writing Mm -hmm. and, you know, just, I was literally producing content outside of school. Mm -hmm. So I was showing like my professor, like we would have like check-in marks or like, by a certain date, you had to have like this portion of your capstone project completed. Mm-hmm. And so that way, you know, just kind of kept track, make sure you were doing what you needed to do. Mm-hmm. And so I had showed my professor like like the final kind of rough draft of my website mm-hmm. and everything was good to go. Mm-hmm. Turned in my capstone project. Yeah. She told me that I had plagiarized it and she failed me. Whoa. I had to have a meeting with um like the ggc board like it it was a whole thing yeah that's like a case yeah case yeah yeah it was an entire thing because they couldn't understand like number one how did you even learn how to like build a website that was the first part of it we actually had a website class yeah it was like a um like a beginner's website class we did yeah so i was like I don't even understand how y'all are asking. This is the stuff that I learned from class. And now I'm bringing it to my capstone project. And then it's like, okay, but what about all of these kind of like accomplishments? Like this can't be your work. Like you're still a college student. And it's like, Hmm. well, yeah, I'm a college student, but like, I'm, I'm literally walking in my field, like right now. Yeah. And so I literally had already had a job in my field before I even graduated. And so she failed me for my capstone class mm. and i was devastated oh i would i've learned website building when i was in high school <laughs> and so, so it's like so it wasn't like rocket science yeah, it's not, but i think because it was done at a level of like oh you did this as if like you couldn't do it like you this is too mm. good to be you like you're still growing, you're still it's a kind student. Of discrimination hey mm, hey but, it, okay. man that, <laughs> it was so crazy because like the following semester they didn't have that capstone class available and so it's like i had to wait the following semester Mm. and so i became so discouraged and i was just like lord i am not Mm. staying to one class yeah i'm about to just say forget it yeah and then we was i was literally having to have constant conversations with god like yo yeah. We really came this far just to walk away empty-handed. Yeah. And it's like, but God, it's not fair. Like, you see what's going on? And it's like, but, mm-hmm. come, like, just trust me. I got you. Right. But, like, I really need you to do this. Yeah. Uh, so they had a um, capstone class for the following semester. Mm-hmm. It was a night class. I'm like, are you serious? Oh, shoot. And I those hate night classes. Six class. to ten o'clock. Oh, my. I took a few oh, of those. My oh, my God. Uh-uh. I mean, just the longest time of your life. Yes. Ugh. And so I was like, oh, my goodness. So I just went ahead and signed up for the class. Mm-hmm. And I went to the, it was time to go to the class. So I went and I had Professor Jerry. Mm-hmm. Now I had had Professor Jerry like a few summers back for a summer class. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was either 
a writing class or English, some literature, something. Mm -hmm. But showed up, did my work, no problem. Mm -hmm. So she saw me and, you know, we we went through the whole class and she walked over like, hey, I would like to speak with you after class. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, gosh. Oh, God. What now? Right. Like, oh, here we go. And so after class, everybody left and she was like, I remember you. She was like, I remember your work ethic. You were well on your way. You should have been done by now. What happened? And so I told her. Yeah. And she was like, I'm so sorry that we failed you. Like failed you as a, as a, as a, as a school. You know what I'm saying? And so she literally was just like, I'm going to work with you to where, you know, your assignment is going to be a lot different from what the other students are doing. Mm-hmm. And I was so appreciative, like of that, because it was just like she, like she didn't know that I was getting ready to like tap out. Yeah, like, I just, I, I really can't do this. Like yeah. I'm, I'm literally, I want the degree, but I'm getting ready to just walk away from it. Right. And so I was so grateful for her because it's just like, wow, somebody says, hey, I remember you because your work ethic, your like, you were already walking and working in your field like Mm -hmm. and i I think at the time it was so rare on our campus to have people already knowing what they want to do and Mm -hmm. actually be walking in it yeah so for her like she really it was just such a dope moment because i was like wow i appreciate you believing me and i further i I appreciate you seeing me yeah you know because i had felt like it was a moment of like ggc in a way having to stand with their um I guess professors, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And here's here's the kicker. I almost forgot this part. <laughs> Capstone project. I'm sitting at graduation mm-hmm. waiting to still see the grades. I'm looking at everybody around me. Everybody is able to enjoy the moment. Yeah. They're getting ready to graduate. Right. The president at the time even had me in his speech because I was one of those students that already had a job in their field. Right. And I'm sitting there. I couldn't even enjoy graduation because it's like, yo, the the anxiety. Yeah. 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 It's like, I don't even know if I've passed this class or not. Yeah. And I got to walk in everything just to find out I have to retake a class. So it's like, I got to walk. what devastating so it's like i got the walk in 2016 Mm -hmm. they but they didn't give me my actual degree until 2017 Mm. so it was Mm. like it was like it was such it was the craziest experience but it just taught me to like don't stop yeah i'm glad you didn't you know yeah i'm really glad you did too for sure but I, i i would understand that too because you know especially and i don't know the job market today but a lot of jobs rely on if you say you got a degree mm-hmm. they're gonna research you yeah, make sure, sure you do because a yeah. lot of people now that they can yeah. lie on that yeah. and that could have cost you a, a career oh, yeah, because of that now yeah. thankfully that it's not happened but yeah. that would have been been very very devastating um yeah. that's it i did not know that no, nobody. I, I, don't, I don't. Matt doesn't even know about it. So oh. when I say that you're getting the exclusive, yeah, he will today. <laughs> yeah, like listening. nah, for real, because yeah. it was literally a moment, man. Like I felt overlooked. Yeah. I felt like it was just a big discouragement because it's just like, wow. Even though I'm a college student, y'all don't know. Like I've literally been grinding. Right. I've been doing this for a very long time. Yeah. And so when you read, like, at the time on my website, like, oh, I'm a videographer for Master P and Lil Romeo. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, 
these are like industry names that people kind of know. No, like, yeah. so what do you, what you like? Yeah. We're in Lawrenceville, you know what I'm saying? So right. I feel like a lot of, so I think a lot of that kind of stemmed around like, how are you able to work with these industry kind of elite people? Mm. And we're over here in like Gwinnett County, yeah. you know, still trying to become something. Yeah. And so, yeah, like it just, it was, it was so, it was so, it was such a crazy moment, but it mm. was just like, I think that moment definitely helped me propel to just like, yo, don't ever stop what you're doing. Like, yeah. God is going to show up. Trust him. You oh, know? trust me. He does. <laughs> he, he showed up for me. Up. Yeah. So, I mean, it, I mean, but it was, <laughs> yeah. it was one of the most uncomfortable positions I've ever, mm. ever, ever had to be in. Mm. But it's like, I don't have any, you know, malice towards UGC or anything, but it was yeah. just like that moment sucked. Yeah. You know, it and did. it's just like, and so I was so happy when I did hear about, you know, the film program that mm. they have now, because it's like, now we get to bring opportunity real industry opportunities yeah. you know what i'm saying back to the school and and this is stuff that these students can put on their resume yeah they're going to get the opportunity to work on big projects yeah. and you know what i'm saying just really start being a part of what's going on what's going on i would love to if if let's say uh the president now dr jan joseph i was going to ask you um I'll ask you in a second. I, I really wish they would. Uh, I hope maybe one day they'll reach out to people because me and you were in the industry. Mm-hmm. We might be independent, but yeah. you know, you've got your music out there. You have an IMDb page? Not yet. You should get one. Yeah, I'm That's like amazing. I haven't. I haven't even. There are so many things that I need to do mm-hmm. that I haven't done. I, I'm gonna research. I'm gonna send you how to do because I, I got mine couple days ago they still have me as an actress instead of an actor so right. I'm like hey guys I'm a man yeah, <laughs> actor yeah. please but me being in that and our films mm-hmm. being on prime and your music out yeah. there in the medium I really want and maybe the GGC hopefully they're listening reach out to us alumni that yeah. are in the industry that can kind of contribute and teach students how to yeah. how to be in this industry how to go yeah. about it um, because we're in this society now that it's all about networking instead of about uh, education education is important mm-hmm. but yeah, it's the network sure. actually what i want to do is um i definitely would love to speak to the president and mm-hmm. you know um, i'm excited to go to the to the ggc mixer that's coming up march 15th guys we'll be there yeah definitely we definitely gonna be in the building yes. but i want to I talk to the dean because i do want to bring opportunities to the, the students that's there like i have content that i want to produce mm-hmm. um i currently work for um a company called casemate where I handle all of their video needs. Mm-hmm. And so I would love to even come on campus and shoot some content with them. And, love to. you know, just really want to just be able to give back and just let these students know, like, hey, even though you might feel like, oh, I'm out here in Gwinnett County, like, we're going to bring some opportunities to you guys, yeah. you know? So that's mm-hmm. definitely something that I want to, like, really lean into this year. Yeah. I wanted to lean to that. And you know, I remember in 2020, and Again, it was a hard year. Shout out to Felicia and, and Taylor. They were also they're also GGC alumni. Um, they tried to start a radio station at mm-hmm. GGC, and they at the so we were booming in 2019. When it comes to we, I did this show called the um, Grizzly Talk podcast. So it was where I had to 2019. I was working in hospitality, and I had my own house or mm-hmm. apartment, and I had to kind of step away from GDN because hey, I got big bills coming up no for real so um i started podcasting on campus Mm -hmm. and everybody was like i saw your show yeah you're dope (laughs) and i felt like that quote-unquote campus celebrity because everybody would come hey 
Good show last yeah. week. I heard your show last, and I'm like, wow, yeah, people dope. are really listening. Dope. Um, and a little bit it stems for because I remember Matt tried to do a, a podcast called the Beyond the Glory podcast. Yeah, I remember him. That was interesting. That. Yeah. I, I really want him to bring that show back, mm-hmm. and I would love to help him and kind of show him some things about that because it's yeah. I, I love the show. Um, but they started the radio station, and they had a professor, Doctor uh, Elgin. Mm-hmm. Shout out to him. They're trying to put it together and then COVID hit. Yeah. Right. And ever since then, I haven't heard anything. Yeah. So I would love to show them, hey, this is how you do radio. Yeah. This is how you broadcast radio. This is what you say on radio. Yeah. This is how you do it. And I think it's a very interesting market mm-hmm. because we can bring that tool to students. We can get the equipment to yeah. students and they yeah. really understand it because guess what? Radio station and podcasting, that's the that's the latest thing right yeah, now. Everybody's hand, doing sure. it. Yeah. Um, so I feel GGC has something going, but there's a way for them to keep going forward. For sure. Right. And I, I feel they need GGC alumni who mm-hmm. is in the industry for sure. to kind of help them with that and yep. guide them and kind of take notes. And, you know, it could lead to more jobs. Yeah. If GGC definitely. reached out to me today and said, hey, we want you to be dean of multimedia. Kenley, would you do it? Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. Because definitely. this is the market that we're in now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's not going, it's not going anywhere. It's not. If anything is going to continue to evolve and just continue to grow into something that's even bigger. Yeah. So, cause I'm like, radio has been around for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And then now people are starting to add cameras and this and that, mm-hmm. like it's literally becoming mm-hmm. a full blown production. It is. So de- it is. yeah, definitely. It is. Uh, I did see, um, GGC get involved. They they have a podcast. Um, they got they're on Spotify and they got Spotify okay. video, which is great. Okay, but it's like y'all need equipment. Mm-hmm. You need a, a better condensed mic. You need a mix board. You yeah. need you need these things. Yeah, and I don't think they have anybody to really show them. Well, yeah, like <laughs> so, it's, it's gonna take us to reach out. Like, yeah, hey, we AKA, saw your show. GGC, give me help. a job, okay? <laughs> Gosh darn it. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh we we covered GDN, we covered mm-hmm. GGC. Um the based off the stories, uh like I said, we won't dabble in 2019 and 2020 because those were kind of off years a yeah. little. Um, but it's good to see, it's good to see that you're doing well, number one. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, always thriving. <laughs> appreciate you coming on the show. I like I say. Uh, shout out to Georgia Gwinnett College. Shout out for to sure, Dr. Sure. Jan Joseph. Shout out to Mr. Matthew Mahoney. For sure. GDN crew. Shout out to all the and I I and I'm going to be sharing this to all of the athletes that I know personally and say check this show out. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So that way they don't miss out because uh, we talked about some athletes on the in a good way. <laughs> talk about some athletes on this show. Um, where can they find you on social media, Ebony? Oh, man. Um, so on Instagram, uh, Nay underscore songs with a Z. Um, if you're on Facebook, Nay songs, mm-hmm. um, I dream So on Instagram is Nay underscore songs with a Z. Um, if you're on Facebook, it's Nay songs. Um, check out my production company, uh, I dream mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm sure if you just type me in the Google search, I will pop up. Don't you sure. love that? Okay, so I, I'm not yeah. narcissistic, but, but you know, so I, my buddy, 
because he said the same thing with he's like, hey, you you know, you're on IMDb, right? <laughs> so I did that. And I, I Googled myself and I'm listed there. Like, you can clearly see all my stuff like, oh, that's kind of that's kind of neat, but kind of narcissistic. But it's dope because yeah. you're Googleable, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that just lets you know that you're making your impact. You're yep. leaving your mark. You are. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think a lot of times, especially like in media, especially like parents for a long time, mm -hmm. they thought that this was like a hobby. And so mm -hmm. now when it becomes a, a situation where this is something that you can actually get a job in and make some really great money and create some really opportunities mm -hmm. and then be a part of some really great opportunities, mm -hmm. like, I'm sure if I if I Google my my parents, they're not gonna come up the way I would come up. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So it's like I don't even know at the you know back then like growing up, the fact you know you can type in a search engine. I don't know Whitney Houston. Yeah, and it's like oh my god, like, like wow, twenty just, billion pages. Yeah, of so it's just like to now be a part of that space where yeah. somebody can Google you and you pop up and you know your accomplishments and mm -hmm. you know whatever kind of media you have out there like. It's a dope, it's a dope feeling. It is a dope feeling. So, it's yeah. such a dope feeling. <laughs> Guys, check Ebony Nay songs out. Her her music, I Dream yeah. Productions. Shout her out. Hit her up. Um, and if you are a GGC alumni, again, come to the GGC uh mixer sponsored yeah. by the School of Liberal Arts. It's going to be March 15th. Don't mm -hmm. miss out. We will be there. Mm -hmm. Uh KLP Kennedy Lucas will be there. Ebony Nay songs. Liggins will be there yeah, as well. So please come on out for that that's going to wrap it up for our podcast show ladies and gentlemen the klp aftermath gdn ggc special on our radio stations please be sure to like comment and subscribe if you're watching the video version on our youtube at klp entertainment and if you're listening on iHeartRadio, spotify apple podcast stitcher podcast audacy and so much more we appreciate you guys and we'll catch you guys in the next episode until then from our studio here in atlanta klp kennedy lucas Ebony Nason Liggins, I always like to say, stay safe, stay swanky, peace. You are now tuned into Atlanta's hottest radio show. The other stations are tuned in too. KLP Aftermath. Swanky. Your host, Kennedy Lucas. On Swanky 93.3 radio stations. The Heat 94.6 radio station. KLP Aftermath with your host, Kennedy Lucas, brings out all the stops. Tune in to KLP Aftermath as we have stories, reviews, current events, and even our famous segment, Elephant in the Room. Inspired by the Breakfast Club's Donkey of the Day, KLP Aftermath with your host, Kennedy Lucas, streams on Atlanta's number one radio station, Swanky 93.3 and the Heat 94.6. Radio station. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, and more. 
Atlanta's number one radio stations. Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6. Radio stations has you covered. From our studios to our newsroom at KLP Entertainment. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube and more.